to appreciate the goodness of the Lord. Jesus, I believe. It's a blessing to be given with a heart of faith to believe. Amen. It's not as simple as the things, as it looks. When the Lord gives you grace to believe, there are many people here when they hear the gospel, they can be convicted by the Holy Ghost and still they will say, yeah, I don't believe. And so if you believe, it's a good thing to bless the Lord for this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for the word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword. Thank you for your word that sustains the world and our lives. Thank you for the word of grace. We ask that, oh God, this grace of will do a work in us. Cause us to be available for the grace of God. Thank you for the privilege of being here in your assembling. The Lord, your will shall be done in us. Therefore, speak to us by the word of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and everyone said, All right, let's um, have a look at the Word of God quickly, and then we say a few things. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 7, 2 Timothy chapter 2, 1 to 7, the Bible says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will also be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engage in a warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned until he competes according to the rules. A hard-working farmer must first be the partaker of the crops. Verse 7. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Amen. And so may the Lord give you understanding in all things in Jesus' name. I want to share something with you that probably we may have taken it for granted. There is a demand on the grace of God over you. Praise God. Every child of God here this morning, if you don't know, may I inform you, the grace that you have received is so great that God demands that out of this grace you will do something. Amen. You see how our brother talk, spoke to his son in the faith. He said, you therefore. Hallelujah. You therefore. 
my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. If Paul did not know that his son in the faith had been given with grace, he will not instruct him. Amen. He will not say anything. And that's actually the problem here. Everybody who is sitting here and believes has been given with a certain measure of grace. Praise the Lord. And so this morning I came just to let you know that the grace that you have, you ought to be strong in it. Amen. If ever you have thought that you are waiting for something else for you to rise up, it is now. Because you have the grace. Why would a man say to his son in the faith, be strong in the faith? It's because he knew that what God had done for him, if only this man will rise up and understand that something has been placed on his life, that can enable him to do all things, he will rise and do. See, when I... um, Let me just be honest with you. I see in this congregation potentials to shake the kingdom of darkness. I, I'm not flattering you. I'm not, I'm not afraid of you to flatter you. But I see potentials that can let Satan tremble. But we are not acknowledging what is in us. And I beg you, after this, rise up and be stronger. You therefore, my son, you are mine. I must tell you there's something that you need to rise up and be strong in it. Brethren, the grace of God is not like the way we've been playing it. How are you? Hmm, by the grace of God, I'm fine. Oh, thank God you have a nice car. By the grace of God. Hey, my loan has been approved. By the grace of God. That's not what we are talking about. This grace I'm talking about is that which can let you move in the spirit realm and get things going. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? My, my father would preach Reverend Macaulay and then he said, is somebody listening at all? Sometimes I think that the preacher man, when he gets the fire of the word in him and he's delivering, he feels, are they listening? I pray you listen today in Jesus' name. Amen. You, therefore, my son, be strong 
in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Do you know there is a limit to how far naturally every man can go? I'm not, I'm not a, lawyer, a lawyer. They are very good people because they have to learn a lot to be called lawyers. That's why these days when they want to be nominated to the parliament house, they say lawyer this on the poster. Because they are telling everybody that I have learned a hard way, so don't take it away from me. I'm not a doctor. They learn. But even with that, there's a limit to how far you can go. But brother, when Jesus finds you, and you come to the understanding that I have received a certain grace, you can do what no man can do. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. I want you to read this for me. Philippians 4.13. I want you to read it for me. One, two. How many things can you do? I'm not sure. How many things can you do? And how many have you been doing? Praise Jesus. I said praise Jesus. You see, it's only a matter of agreeing that God has granted you the entrance of grace. And you standing to do what God wants you to do. Some of us have limited, or not limited, some of us have reduced the grace of God to just physical stuff. I'm begging you today, your understanding about the grace of God should not be a new shoe, should not be a new dress, should not be a car, should not be... Thank God for all of this. We need them. But may I say that the grace of God upon your life is bigger and greater than that. Hallelujah. And you see, so when he was talking to his son, he said, my son, be strong. If you, you, if, if, if you, no, the man knows that there is something that can make you, and you have it, therefore, be strong. If you are born again, say, thank you, Jesus, for the grace that I have from you. Is that how you are talking? Amen. Because your grace needs to be warmed up. No. You therefore, my son. You see, the man was telling his son, you can do everything. You can do everything because of the grace. That's why in the verse 2 of, second, of, of the same chapter, 2 Timothy chapter 2, he used the first word that came up there, he said, and. Hallelujah. Is it there or I'm making it up? And. And. Means that once you have been ushered into this grace, you can do something. Praise the Lord. So he says that, and the things that you have heard from me, among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men. Who will be able to teach others also? Praise the Lord. 
Are you sure you are here this morning? Now, we all know that Paul was a great man. We are not sure what it means by his way of talking. Bible scholars have tried to find that he was, um, what's the other word? The people who, when they have to talk, uh, it's summer. Others have found everything, but we know that he was a learned man. So that one, his senses were not up and down. Even if it were, the grace was still powerful in the word. Hallelujah. And so, we don't know exactly what it meant by my speech and all of that. But it is impossible for you to put that man down. The man can stand in the whole night and preach until the following morning. And somebody sitting on the window can fall. And then he will go and rise and raise him up and say, the grace is sufficient, so you don't die now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Brethren, I, I pray that today you will see the grace of God and rise up in strength. Hallelujah. You see, most of us are sitting here and there is so much grace and power that has been on your life for too long. And you are still sitting. Once you have received grace, you have received enablement. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? When we went to the village, it's not that politicians make us believe all kinds of things, but okay. But it's not a place with anything wonderful. It's not. It's not. There's poverty. There's poverty. But the young man who received us hosted us. He has a little church. Uh, the size is like um, maybe living faith hall. And according to him, when he was building the church, the natives were laughing that how can you build such a big church? That's the size. And they would say, how can you build such a big church? What is he going to fill the church with? He didn't mind them. He understood that there is a grace of God. And you know what? The people can fit in the church. And they are always standing outside. And he's doing two services. If it is not grace, what is it? Now, when we went, my team members are here. The size of the new church's building isn't all like this. He has raised, erected pillars. They are standing and has built a wall to this height, all round like that. 
And I said to myself, what is this? He's running a school, orphanage school with regular people. He's running. And when I went, he's building two. There. Abai. As if that is not enough, his house too is being built at the same time. When I sit here, I think I will backslide. The brother was engaged. Very excited. You know me, I don't talk about churches and the number of people and that. Those, those, but I see what grace can let a man be able to do. We went to the village. He told me, Daddy, the village is a small village. And I have been having meetings. We have been going to those places. And when they say small, small, sometimes you can't do the whole this thing, the whole crusade. You can have just about 30, 50, 100 people coming. So I tune up my mind until we started hitting. And I saw crowd. And I said, ah, is this what he said? It's a small village. The people have come trekked down from faraway places. Ah, my heart was satisfied. You know something. Be strong in the grace of the Lord. The Bible says, and the things... And that, you see, when you receive the grace of God, may I tell you some of the things you can do. That's the line up here. Some of us have been in the church and have been born again for the past 40 years. And I, the truth of the matter is that you, if I were to give you a disciple, you would not be able to say one thing to the soul. Today you must be strong. I know this one, you won't say amen. Thank you for saying amen for me. eh? Brethren, let's, 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 let's be strong in the grace. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these things to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. He's saying that what has come upon you is able to let you raise people like even me, because that's what he said, the things that you have received from me, pass it on, so we can have Paul, 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 all through because the grace of God. Hallelujah. Thank God. I have few people who, who are saying that we want to name your children. We want to name our children after you. Thank you very much for the honor. But that's not the kind of grace I want. I want the grace that you two will stand and do something great for Jesus. Hallelujah. I can do all things through who? I can do some things. No. Oh. Oh. 
So he says that teach. So brethren, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, be fruitful with the grace that you have. Be fruitful. Don't continue to be sitting. Listen, gather people and do something. Gather, and I'm not talking the grace that makes you get a nice shoe and you say, Lord, thank you for the shoe. That's not it. Temporary stuff is not what we are, we are, we are happy about. People are so temporary. Everything, uh, he can, he's coming to church today. He's very happy. I used to have a church member who, when you see him and the, the the day you see him, normally, when there's the praise and worship, he will never dance. But the day you see him with handkerchief, you, after that, go and ask him. A certain grace has fallen. I'm not talking about that kind of grace. This one I'm talking about is too serious a grace for your two-by-two two trousers. This is a grace that rescues men. This is the grace that delivers men. This is the grace that brings salvation and the power of Satan is broken. That's the grace I'm talking about. Reverend Sarge spoke about it on Wednesday as I read the shepherd's corner. The grace that enables you to bring eternal life to somebody. The grace that is able to let you speak for somebody's foolishness to turn to become wise. The grace that makes somebody who is going wayward comes back and fall into fellowship with God. That's the kind of grace I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the grace of God. Oh, what kind of adum is in that? Are you with me this morning? The grace that we have can handle matters. Praise the Lord. In any case, there is a demand. You see, the grace of God can be equated to those who receive talent and didn't do anything with it. When the master came, he demanded. What have you done with the talent? In other words, the grace that I place on you, what did you do with it? Hallelujah. The, the church of Jesus Christ is suffering because the grace that we have received, instead of being witnesses of that grace and committing it to faithful men who will take it from there also, we, you know... We, we, we have stopped. Now, this young man was talking. I know that. He said, do you know, since this team started coming, Papa and his team came, have you noticed that any time they came and left, something happened to us? We move from wherever we are to another height. He comes again and we... So, I am very grateful to the Lord that Bongo Swain is being turned upside down for Jesus Christ because of the grace of God. I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy. I'm very happy. I'm very, very excited. Please, we can do something. We can do something. Are you listening to me? There are some of you who are potential 
mighty men of God, you may not have the title, eh? They will call you brother, it doesn't matter. Your reward will not be shortened because of you are not a reverend. The grace on you is far bigger. Get some people, sit them down. Don't be afraid of nothing. The grace of God is strong. Someone was telling me something, mentioned a brother, he said, I never knew that this is like that. The man stood there on the job and just rattled the grace of God without fear of it. I said, that's the kind of man we ought to be. Praise the Lord. Today when we go to work now, they are tell, the world is telling us, here there's no religion. What kind of that thing? What kind of thing is that? If there is no religion, then there is no God. But there is God. His name is Jesus. Is your aiming weak? Then make it strong, small. Hallelujah. The next scripture the Bible says, Therefore you must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And that is very, very important to me. Therefore you must. There's a word I want to pick in this scripture to tell you something. You must. You tell your neighbor you must. You have no option done. You must do it. Why? You didn't drink cocoa this morning? Me who didn't take cocoa crap? Look at my grace. Praise the Lord. You see, there are things that God says we must take them serious. The Bible says that therefore you must endure hardness. There are Christians, and I must tell you this. Please don't feel offended. If you are offended, I render apology before I say it. Listen, we are living in days and time that through no fault of yours, the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. You've got to work. But now, we've gotten to the point that the work, the working has, or the work has tied us in such a way that we can't do anything else. And then, when, when there is an opportunity to do something, say, you know, I'm so tired this week. I'll try and come. Hey. Why would you allow your grace to be tied like this? Break your, yourself off from it and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm very worn out. And then uh, my eyes are going like that. Eh? Like some of you, your eyes is going. Okay, at least you've woken up. So, like the way my eyes are going... And then I say to whoever is involved, don't you know that the grace is sufficient? Why shall I sit here and for everybody passing to say, Pastor is sleeping? I will not allow that. I will not allow that. I will fight the good fight of faith. How would you look at things? Hey, today, it will be a gossip. Today... Today, hmm. Then, then the other person said, yeah, hmm. Pastor Dennis, Pastor Dennis, I don't want to say anything about men of God. Eh? He is tired. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Pastor Dennis is tired. Because when I saw his eyes, he was looking, but the eyes was closing. I must apply the grace to survive. Some of you are very comfortable 
when it comes to that, oh, even God understands that I'm tired. I'm saying to you, the grace is enough. Hallelujah. (laughs) When I see the faces of of my crusade team, you can see they are surviving. Yesterday, these people, they, they hadn't come. I called, they said, and you name, I said, oh. And you name. And I looked at the time, I said, Lord, your grace is sufficient. And I thank God all of them are in church today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Listen. The grace of God, when you understand it and you decide that I'm going to be strong in it, the grace will let you be able to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you look at, listen, there are days that you feel that you know it's not. Let me tell you, four years ago, I was told by a doctor and the doctor wanted to pension me. Honestly, nice boy like this. At this age, he said, what do you do? I said, I preach. He said, do you stand for long? I said, very much. In fact, if I get, I can go three hours. He said, you are finished. I said, what do you mean? He said, this thing that has happened to you, take it cool. So I said, does that mean you are retiring me? You want me to retire? Ah! In fact, when the man told me that he was not my doctor, I was referred for him to do something, and then he was telling, I say, she said, me pa, oh daddy, na me kokane say. Okay, you people preach, the doctor say, no, 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 then I will preach and rather die in my preaching, at least it's an honorable thing. You know, you know something, if you don't rise up with that kind of strength, bulldozing strength, Satan will always give you the reason why you cannot do what you have to do. But don't allow him. There are some of you that God had a word for you in one of the midweek services, but as soon as you landed, Satan said, etobo. Etobo. Sanio relaxed you. Then you too, you relaxed. And that word came to pass without you. Fight the good fight of faith. Resist the devil. And he will flee. This is what God gave us. You believe in it, say a big amen. Wanted to grant me. Hey. Now they may resign from KLM Semibet now. I must work while it is day. The night comes and no man will be able to work, said my master. So, I've been going to the hospital to check. The last time, about a week ago, two weeks or so, my doctor said, the proper original doctor, he said, go about your normal duties. I said, I have to be free. I have to be free. You know, I know what I'm talking about. This is from experience. Satan can make you relax 
and can let you go on retirement and still be happy because God blesses you. Say the grace of God. The grace of God is not for all of that. It must be for action. Hallelujah. Therefore, you must endure hardship. Some of us, sometimes, in the bid to do the work of the Lord, some things may come your way, and instead of enduring the thing, you make that thing stop you. No, sir. Endure everything and see to it that it is done. Who, who, you see, this morning I was mentioning, I said to them, you see, Stanley, Stanley comes to church nicely with his wife every day, and you are a young person, and say, this is what I'm looking for. Thank God for that grace. But I'm telling you that the grace is not meant for you, that my, I have a nice wife, we come to church together, this and my friend, move it from that level to something else. Of course, we can make reference to it and say that, oh, that is beautiful, this and that. Okay, I accept. Let it not be. Move it higher up. Let it have effect on somebody's life. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay, let's continue. You must endure hardship as a good soldier. I don't know about the regular army regulations but at least I know a little because of our brethren here a soldier is a soldier a soldier endures sometimes I hear from some of our young officers and I said I didn't see you church I said Rev I was on 24 hour guard I said 24 meaning that he said yeah you, you are there 24 hours they have to endure as soldiers through or false so why can't I also endure as a soldier for the Lord Jesus? Amen. One day I was asking one of our officers and we were chatting and I said, you know, you soldiers did that, 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 that. He said, you know, Rev, soldier is a very nice job. You have to do it. It brings you discipline and this and that. And I said, so how is it that... He was quiet and he said, you know, to explain that. Then he mentioned general's name. He said, General like this, he is a soldier. And I said, what is that? He said, he is the embodiment of soldier. Papa, God bless you. That's how they, then, I, then he said to me, he is my mentor. I want to be like him. I said, praise the Lord. Jesus requires that we will become soldiers. When it comes to the kingdom business, say a big amen. It is only when it comes to the kingdom of God that we have excuses. But endure hardness as a good soldier of the Lord. Hallelujah. Please don't give excuses. You are working from 8 o'clock to 5 and the Ghana traffic will mess you up. And then you are coming, you are sweating. Don't let that worry you to say, you see, ah, I'm tired. But just say something to yourself. The grace that I've received from the Lord is enough. I must do this thing and I mustn't give up. Thank you for saying amen. Eh? The rest, they didn't mind me. <laughs> so, endure hardness. Endure hardness. Endure hardness. Everybody say endure hardness. That's it. 
ye sum nyame akọ heaven enye toto bibidie is not a greek we are serving god to make it to heaven we are not serving god to collect something and to have something to add to something praise the lord now let's go on to the verse the next verse, which is very interesting to me. No one engaged in a warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has enlisted him as a soldier. Now, you see, a soldier is a soldier. The soldier has a mandate to defend his country. And when, thank God, we can, he can arrange his house and all of these things, you can be there and they will call you and you, have no, you won't say that my soup is on the fire, so... Robert, I'm sure when you issue command to say this person should come on duty, can he come with an excuse that my soup is on the fire? See how brave over the school says. Come be. But is it wrong? Is it wrong to have your soup on the fire? It's the affairs of this life. Is somebody listening to me? There are legitimate things that we ought to do. But may I say that those things should not interfere when it comes to God's business. This is where I need you to say amen. Because he's very clear here. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. The affairs of this life is the normal thing that I must eat, I must sleep, I must do this and that. It's the affairs of this life. But the Bible is saying that when you are engaged as a soldier, you do not allow the usual things that men do to affect you because with that you cannot please God. So those of you, may I beg you, that your normal life is strangling you. Can you shake it off and say, hey, I have a grace to do all things because Christ strengthens me. Hallelujah. Because you see, if you don't do it like that, you will not be able to please him. It is only in Christendom that we find very good excuses not to do what we have to do. But I say to you today, from today going, the grace that you have received, don't downplay it. If there is going to be any interference to mess your program up spiritually, you say, I will mess you up before you mess me up. Because the grace that I have is too strong. Amen. Let me tell you something. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, before I go ahead. Verse 9 and 10. First Corinthians, and then we will come back to this. Now, would you like to read scripture for me? Every one of you. Every one of you. One, two. Verse 10. This is a, this is a, 
This is a satisfying scripture. You see, the things we do is not because we are special, but we are able to do them because of the grace of God. You can equally, you know, there's something that he said in that scripture which is very, very crucial. He said, the grace upon me was not in vain. Meaning that you can make that grace in vain. You yourself, your behavior and your way of going about things will let you think that, you know, this thing we are doing. No, 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 no. He said, I had a problem. I was so bad that I persecuted the church of Jesus, which in itself is a big sin. That should not qualify me. But somehow on the way to Damascus, he arrested me and I said to him, who are you? He said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Immediately I said to him, what would you have me to do? He said, I... I have some job for you. I, I got up and when he told me, he told me and he said, go. You shall be told what you ought to do. So he went and he was told what to do. And the day he got to know what he had to do, from that moment he decided that I will not allow anything to disrupt this grace that I have received it. There are people who didn't do bad as I did, but those people are working, they are called apostles, but somehow God gave me the title as well, and I'm going to make sure that if this grace came, I will work in such a manner that I will pass all those people, because the things that I did were so bad that I must do more to cover it up. I have, he who has received much, He who has received much. Why are you slanging on me? You have received much. Much will be required from you. Everybody sitting in this room, much will be required from you. It's about time you held people's head and pray over them. And say, Lord, the grace that you have put on me is enough. Honor your name. He will do it. It's about time you met somebody in the car and you say, are you born again? And you say, oh, Firio. You say, I say, are you born again? It's your grace. Sometimes when we go out there for outreach and the devil wants to misbehave, you say, are you born again? He says, I'm a Muslim. And so what? There's no restriction to Muslimism. Everybody can be born again. The grace can capture the fetish, the Muslim, the Hindu, the Shinto. The grace is too big to carry that. Hallelujah. We have something. Papa Kragwe, we have something. The grace has made us strong. Don't you think so? We can do all things through Christ. The Bible said, the Bible, the word of God, they said, I, I, I have received it. And I'm able to, you know, in the verse 10, he says that by the grace of God, I am what I am. May you be what the grace of God has made you today. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. For I labored more abundantly. May you labor more abundantly. Hallelujah. 
and living more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. In other words, you know, my ability to do it is not because I am special, but I'm taking advantage of His grace on me. May you take advantage for the grace of God to work. Are you with me this morning? No, brethren, we can do all things. We can. When, I, when we go out there and I see the things that God does, then I'm sitting and asking myself, did anybody orchestrate it? No. But you see, just believe that you are. Do you know that sometimes I'm going, I mean, due to carefulness, I'm going and I don't know even what to say. And then I begin to pray in my hotel room and I say, Lord, because sometimes I do prepare. I mean, of course, you can prepare that on Wednesday morning, I will do this. In the night, I will do that. Following morning, this, that. Now, I have done that thing so much that they, they don't work with me. So then I realize that His grace is sufficient. That's me. I'm not saying you. So now, when I go, I relax and only pray. I say, Lord, what would you have us to talk about? And then the thing would just flash. Sometimes in the dying moment, I in those days I became so anxious. When I haven't heard from God, then I read the scripture that's soothing my anxiety. When it says that in the same hour it shall be given unto you what to say. As soon as I read that scripture, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't prepare. I mean, I, I study, I pray, as I keep telling you, my study, my prayer is not for you. It's for me. But because I do it, the Holy Spirit will say this and that. The last day of that meeting, I mean, I was, we had finished a powerful meeting in the afternoon. And then I said, Lord, this was powerful enough. And tonight, is the night of every meeting is something else. And so, Lord, what would you have me? I said that nothing happened. I was just relaxed. Then all of a sudden, the scripture just came. A new understanding came forth. So I was very confident and I said, today something will happen in this room. And God did. Delivered people. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I, I remember I spoke about John chapter 15. I've read the scripture, I've preached on it. But the verse 1 is where I saw. I understood the grace of God. Can I, can I have see John 15, 1? It, it was at that time I saw that, ha, ah, John chapter 1, verse, verse, chapter 5, verse 15, sorry, verse, verse, verse 1, verse 1. That alone I spoke, and the Bible says, I am the vine, and my father is the vine dresser. I, that, that word became so fresh, and I got to know that me being just a branch, the Father is involved. The Son is involved. I am, I am as so attached to Jesus. And the Father is dressing me to make sure that I am able to produce my fruit. Ah! Ah! Then the fire came. I preached. So, I saw. I saw. 
that this is the way God would want to have it. Do you know that the grace is there? The Father is involved. The Son is involved. You will not, nobody can cut you off and let you dry up. You'll be fruitful. Only accept the grace of God. Hallelujah. I just want us to understand, brethren, we are sitting on, I can't use the word gold because gold cannot measure it. We are sitting on a certain ability supplied by God and we are joking with it. May you work with the grace of God. Because there would also be a demand. What did you do with the grace of God? Hallelujah. Is somebody here who is going to decide to say, you know, I joined this church just three years ago. I've been to faith builders, this and that. I really, really want to be somebody who will also raise other children, who will also sit down and teach like the way my teacher taught me. I'm going to be a prayer warrior who will pray and see things happening to people. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. The sad thing in it, as I said to the people in the first service, and I must say that to you, is that, you know, some people have pensions themselves from ambassadors. They have become, they said, the grace that you gave me to go to ambassadors have come to an end. All of you, I'm warning you, you, are, you can't resign. can't resign. Those who have gone, let them go. But you, you can't resign. And when they have resigned, unless you are for a good cause, if you are not for a good cause, Come back. I see many people who are in church. And let me be honest with you and direct. Eh? I see many people who are in church who were doing very well in the things of God, singing and, and lifting up the name of the Lord in no time. I don't know whether it's Brother Philip's, Philip who caused the trouble or Mavis, which I can see all their faces don't look like they can cause trouble. Then they resign and the next thing is they are sitting in church taking notes. The notes that you are taking, what are you going to do with the notes? If the notes cannot change you to get back to business, to serve the Lord with gladness, sit somebody down, teach somebody, sing, praise, worship, witness, what is the note for? So that I will have a fat notebook. The grace is not in the notebook. The grace is upon your life. Is somebody listening to me? <laughs> Unless you don't want me to be honest. But in any way, you, if you don't want me to be honest, do you see that this case, can it be like that? We have received a grace. Hallelujah. I said we have a grace upon our lives. You know, I never know what to do. I never, I never, I mean, I never knew what to do. When we are going for crusade, okay, we are going. But then I, I, only, I, I only have this, <laughs> this grace of confidence in him that, Lord, when I mount up, then I get up and I do it. And I know you can do it, brethren. I came to charge your heart that you do something with the grace of God. Is somebody listening? Or you're angry. Better not. Because then I will love you more. Hallelujah. Hey. 
I see potentials who can be many instruments in the hands of God. Go to my main scripture as I come to a close, please. Second Timothy. And if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned until he competes according to the rules. Do you know that this race that we are running, if you are not strong in it, to make sure that you go it according to the way of the Lord, which he said that, that which you have seen me do, pass it on. If you don't do it, you will not be crowned. You won't get to heaven and then there will be a salutation for you. They will say, from where is he coming? So please, let's be engaged. As much as we know that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. As much as we know that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Praise the Lord. It's exciting. Today when you go home, grab somebody and sit the person down. Preach to the person as if you are preaching to 100 people. When you finish, you say you must receive the Holy Ghost on top. The grace will enable you. One of the things, when I was younger, growing up, I mean, I don't know what people saw. Them. Most of the time they said, oh, you do the Holy Ghost baptism. And I was always afraid. So I come and teach. And Now, it got to a point I realized that, Dennis, what are you afraid for? That's why when I stand here and I talk about Holy Ghost baptism, I, I am too confident by His grace because I come, I teach you the Scripture, you understand the Scripture, and as you sit down, you yourself, you can see, I'm a candidate to begin to pray in the Spirit. We are tired of Amen. And then you know, uh, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Make me to lie down in green pasture. Though I walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How you mean? Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. It's also good. But speak in tongues. Bible says that he who speaks in tongues, he doesn't speak to any man. And how be it, no man understands what he's talking about. But he speaks mysteries to God. And God has always... Co- you see... When you, when you, now I can understand the men of faith. When they have trusted God, they are not afraid for anything. They just come and deliver and God will, you do your part, God will do his part. That's how the grace of God works. See, those who will come tomorrow, every one of them will receive the Holy Ghost. It's because it's his word. He will confirm it. Since we started doing this thing. And I get very excited. In fact, I'm not even ready to relinquish it for anybody to do. Because I get very excited. I teach it one, two, three, and explain. I said, do you understand what the word is saying? As soon as I finish, I said, you get up and receive your portion. And then you stay, see, come and see the place. Ah, some people, they do and they even dance. Because God is honoring his word. Hallelujah! The same way I have come to realize that it goes for everything. When you are teaching the Word of God, you say you want to be a teacher, Lord. I thank you for the grace of the Lord. Spend time with the Word of the Lord. The Holy Ghost will now take it. You know, some of the things that I'm speaking to you, because I opened my mouth, He filled it and I'm speaking because the grace is also filling my mouth. Hallelujah! 
We are having a grace of God that can do so much. Rise up and do something with it. Hallelujah. Church, do you agree with me? You better agree. Let's just be free, free, free. And let the grace of God let, step into something. And then let somebody say, ah, oh, I thank God. You say, no, I, I thank you. You say, thank God because it's His grace. When we went, I don't know what, there seemed to be a demon that was affecting people's throats and their head. I have suffered that thing before. And I know that the healing of that thing takes weeks. You ask the team members. We have quite a number of people who said, I could not swallow. But when you finished praying, I went home, I was able to eat and I'm happy. That, that, you know, cold which can make you become bizarre. God crushed them one by one. And it was not only one person. There were several of such. And I said, eh, cold can go like that. <laughs> Next time I will dip myself in this grace too. Because it's workable. Praise the Lord. Well then let's rise up with joy. And acknowledge that there's a certain grace on our lives that can help us to do exceedingly, abundantly above. I read these two scriptures and then we close. Today we are just leaving. And if anyone competes, uh, okay. A hard-working farmer must first be partaker of the crop. That's a very good scripture for you. If you, if you start using the grace of God and working very hard, may I inform you that you'll be the one to start enjoying it. Praise the Lord. And then I love the best seven. What we have spoken about, may the Lord give you understanding. More and more, I'm seeing that people are becoming weak in faith. Weak in the grace of God. But today, don't be weak in the grace. Be strong. You therefore be strong. Some of the things we have been told, if we have not believed the grace of God, we won't be here. May the grace of God upon you be stirred up today. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Can, can we have some two minutes prayer? Don't, don't just rise up as a soldier and just say, Lord, stir up this grace on my life. Let me, let me, let me, let me. All the weakness, drop it in the name of Jesus. All the lethargy that has come around, all the snare that has made people become very weak, you, you, that should never be your portion. Take it off. That beating of snake that Satan is going around beating people and making them weak, take it off right now in the name of Jesus. And just receive the word of God with meekness. And when you go from here, really, brother, stand like somebody who believes. 
Shabokoto, Karadenga Seika. Would you lift a prayer to the Lord? The Lord, your grace, your grace, your grace, your grace, your grace. Oh God, Ramos Shenda Basaki Lori Eno Sayanda. Would you please pray for a short time? Let God stay your heart. There is a grace upon you. Some of you would have been teaching people. Some of you would have been delivering people. Some of you would have spoken wisdom. Some of you would have seen revelations and would have helped people. Lord, your grace is sufficient. There's a scripture that says that my grace is sufficient for you. My grace, 1 Corinthians 5, I think, 1 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you. Is it 1 or 2 Corinthians, one of them, but I know it's 12. If my grace is sufficient for you, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Lord, may we be stirred up by the grace of God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. All the liturgy in the name of Jesus. Uh, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in the infirmities uh, that the power of Christ uh, may rest upon me. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the word of God that has come to your people stir us up not to be weak, but to be strong. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.